Hello and welcome to First Focus, a podcast here at First Presbyterian Church in Columbia, South Carolina, a podcast where we highlight various events and ministries around the church. I'm Scott Hull, a member of First Pres and one of your hosts. And I'm your other host, Josh Adair, one of the pastoral interns here at the church. Who do we have on the show this week, Josh? This week, we'll be talking with the director of our sports ministry, Jimmy Easterby. Jimmy's going to be talking to us about what sports events are happening this summer, as well as a little bit about um, the sports ministry itself. If you have any questions about the show or any ministry at the church, don't hesitate to contact us. You can find all of our contact info on our website, which is firstpresscolumbia.org. That's firstpresscolumbia.org, or in the app that our church has. Let's get to the conversation. We're also here this morning with Jimmy Easterby, who is the uh, coordinator for sports and recreation ministry at our church. I said that right, correct? Yes, you said it right, and I'm just glad to be here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself so our listeners can can get to know you a little bit. So how, okay. how did you come to First Pres, and how did you get involved in uh, sports ministry here? 87, 1987, okay. uh, we joined. Prior to that, as far as the sports part of it, goes um i grew up playing sports and i played all sports so uh, that was just a part of my life and my dad played sports and kind of taught me a lot of things growing up i i played it but uh i didn't really understand a lot about the things that could actually be involved in a ministry until i got to know the lord my after my freshman year at usc and about that time the lord came into my life uh, somebody had shared the gospel with me, and mm. I, I just really knew about Jesus, but I didn't know him. And shortly after my conversation with them, I went home and began the journey of really letting the Lord take over my life. And then That's awesome. one of the things that happened pretty quickly with that was I began to see sports in a completely different way. Really, I saw it as a tool and a platform to reach people for Christ. And The ways you can do that, of course, is you set up a lot of different activities that bring people together. Sure. And that's what sports does. And people love sports. They'll participate in sports uh, and sports of different kinds. And so I began to put things together that people could get involved in uh, from the the earliest kid being a five-year-old that might want to participate in some things to the senior person that – might be as you know, 75, 80 years old that could participate in some activities. What, uh, what are some, some ways that you've seen this benefit uh, members in our community as well as the fellowship that our members share with one another? That's a great question, and that's the reinforcement that I get that's a real blessing because what I've seen is, particularly in a large church, that it brings a lot of people together that have never met each other. Mm. And you see as they spend time watching their kids play and they talk in the stands and they laugh and cheer and do all the things that you do, they begin to know each other and Mm -hmm. then they begin to follow up with each other outside of that arena. I've met a lot of people through this that I would have never met before. That's wonderful. Uh, A golf example is I got to play in a foursome with a a man that was 94 years old. Mm. And, uh, I didn't know him at all, but then as we played, you know, rounds of golf together, he started telling me about World War II and all the lessons he learned oh, from that's that. Awesome. And, yeah. You know, and it and just and to hear his faith connected mm. to all that. Yeah. And then so I, I got to see him then when he would sit in church 
I could go speak to him and we could continue to talk and visit. And uh, just a priceless opportunity for me. And even outside of our church, you know, we get to become friends with a lot of people that are going to different places. Mm. But it's like we're all one. I always like to say it just knocks down barriers. Yeah. There is no barrier. When you're in the stands and you're you're having fun and you're cheering and you're watching your child play and you're getting mm-hmm. to know people that in a conversation, you know, and, and it's like we're all in the same family. That's 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 one of the great great realities of being able to be just a faithful witness in the community, but mm-hmm. also to take advantage mm-hmm. of the multi-generational nature of our church. It's, it's really encouraging mm-hmm. to me to hear how you've even mm-hmm. benefited personally from meeting, mm-hmm. meeting older men and, and our congregation who just have amazing stories to tell and who have a lot of life that they've lived. And, mm-hmm. and to remember that there's a way that each of us still, from the, from the, from the paradigm of fellowship and encouragement mm-hmm. in our walks with the Lord, mm-hmm. uh, that, that we can really benefit from that through something mm-hmm. as simple as playing baseball or golf or, or mm-hmm. soccer or any of the number of activities that we have together. I know there's another thing that I think I shared this with you once before yeah. that defines a piece of it too, and that is um, the question that the boy asked me before one of oh, our yeah. uh, uh, basketball camps. Yeah. This boy was about third grade, and uh, he raised his hand. You know, I could tell he had a, he had a real – a question he really wanted answered pretty quickly because I had talked to him a little bit about what the camp was like and uh, I think I said a few things about Christ and how we were going to talk a little bit about him and and I asked him I said what's your question and he said coach I need you to tell me what does Jesus have to do with basketball (laughs) oh wow and and that was a tremendous question and and that's a question that that a lot of people are asking because you know, they come to a basketball game and they don't quite see, well, what has Jesus got to do with what we're doing in this gym all yeah. the next mm-hmm. hour or two? But that's a great question to answer because you know, the Bible says that we're all created through Christ. And when you create someone like he did, he cares about everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so we can tie the two together. And yeah. so that's a wonderful way to to live out your Christian life is no matter where you are or what you're doing, you think about Christ and you want to serve mm. him. And that goes with the theme verse that we use. It says, whether you eat, drink, or whatever you do, mm. do all to the glory of God. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. So that, that was a great question that we need to answer constantly. And, yeah. I, and I think that's what we try to do. One of the other real benefits that this brings is that it brings people who are not normally in a church setting um, right. or in our church setting mm-hmm. into our church as well. Mm-hmm. Them, so. And but, we see a lot of that because mm-hmm. we have a lot of parents that have children in the neighborhood and their kids are connected with them. So we encourage them to invite them and we'll put them all on the same team. Yeah, let's, that's awesome. Cool. Let's, let's yeah. go to work. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Jimmy, are there any other uh, stories that you can think of that would just really cast vision mm-hmm. for some of what you hope to see in our sports ministry at our church? Well, I've had a couple of things like this happen, but it just taught me the importance of always doing what the Lord wants me to do, even though the circumstances may be difficult or challenging. Sure. yeah. Uh, I was coaching a team one time, and everything went uh, it was going okay. And then all of a sudden, the game just got out of hand. The referees weren't calling fouls or anything, and it just got really rough. 
And I tried to tell the kids, you know, what to do and to respond the correct way. And I think all that went well. But I, I got home later that night, and I was thinking, boy, this was a disaster <laughs> because, because the game just was out of control. And I walked away kind of feeling bad about it. But I got a letter in the, in the mail a couple of days later that a mom was sitting in the stands watching the kids play. And she was talking about how well the kids responded to all the stuff that went on. That's and, awesome. and I And I realized that my focus – I, I did well with the kids. I'm thankful for that. But my focus got on, you know, the other stuff. Mm. And that's where we need to be careful of that because we did what we should have done, and I was thankful that she reminded me of that. And so I've never okay. forgotten that, to just always do, keep doing, even in the midst of something that just seems like it's horrific, what's going on. And just do what you're called to do. And there's so many wonderful lessons that we can learn from that because yeah. we all face challenges like that where things are just happening that you're not sure what to do but just keep it simple and continue to do what you know you know lord had have you to do that's awesome well cool well jimmy i appreciate you sharing those nuggets with us that's one of the things i've appreciated about it since i've i've come to to know you and be an intern here at the church i feel like you've always got an an uh, an application of life (laughs) life wisdom to to really Mm -hmm. share in any situation and Mm -hmm. and i know that uh our listeners will appreciate that Josh, you know, we've hit summertime, uh-huh. and summertime, I know you have kids. I don't have kids yet. Sure. So you're probably wondering, what am I going to do with them now that they don't have school to go to? <laughs> they're going to be around the house all the time. Absolutely. We're wondering. We're wondering indeed. Yes, and yeah. I'm sure you're not the only parent at First Presbyterian Church that's wondering that. Jimmy, our listeners are dying to know what to do with their kids. Do you have something? Do you have a solution for them? <laughs> I do, Scott. Uh as we go into the summer, mm-hmm. uh, we've got several basketball camps yeah. uh, that we'll, we have. In, uh, now, this is for rising first grade all the way up to rising eighth grade. I have several of them that are out in the community, and then I have some here at First Pres. When we do these camps, uh, we're just going to do everything you can imagine with basketball. There's just so much fun you can have with dribbling, passing, shooting, learn to be quick with your feet, agility drills and all that. But we have contests that we do. Kids love free throw contests, what they call hot shot. It's just a lot of different games that we play. We give out prizes for all that. Just a variety of activities. And then we'll have uh, some lessons from Scripture uh, during the camps. And the lessons this year are going to be uh, come from several parables that are in Scripture uh, the the workers in the vineyard will be one. The unforgiving servant will be one. Uh, the great banquet and uh, the good Samaritan. And we act, actually act those out. Uh, oh, the, wow. The staff acts oh. it out, and the kids <laughs> like that a whole lot more and just talking to them about it. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So we, we have a lot of fun with that, and they ask a lot of really good questions, and mm-hmm. then we can get at the themes of, of each of those uh, parables. Uh we have Trenum Road Methodist, which is right across the street from East Minster. Yeah. And that's uh, July the 8th through the 11th. Mm-hmm. And the setup is always 9 in the morning till 12 noon. Okay. So th- that's always the same time frame. Okay. And then July 15th, we'll have a double header here. At <laughs> <Yeah>. Press. <laughs> uh, the girls in the morning from, again, the 9 to 12 slot. We have so many, you have to break it into girls and boys 
Mm-hmm. So the girls get done at noon, and then the boys come in at one thirty, and they go to four thirty, first grade through eighth grade. And then after that, I have another camp at Shandon Methodist, which is uh, August the eighth through the eleventh, and they're all Monday through Thursday. Those dates, and uh, it's always nine to twelve, except for the doubleheader I'm doing at First Pres, which mm-hmm. has the afternoon camp. That is intense, Jimmy. It sounds like you've got a ton of kids doing programs at that many different churches. Like, try to give our listeners a sense of like how many children are involved in this camps, and this camp that our church hosts kind of throughout the city, and then okay. how many actually come to our church as well. Yeah, I think the best way to describe that is go ahead and bridge a little bit into the into the league that we run because okay. that's where a lot of it all uh, comes from. Okay, the Christian Youth Basketball League we call it CYBL. Okay, okay. and that's the league that we started. We started with camps, and that's all we had when we first started. But then, as things grew, we wanted to put a league together where we could all come together and compete with against one another have gospel presented before all the games and all that. So we put together just a few teams to get started with it, and then it just grew from there. Uh, the camps, we started to do camps at other places. Uh, we had a lot of people I knew in all these different churches that wanted to put teams together. Yeah. So we just invited If you got a team, just you know sign up. And, uh, Trinity, uh, right down the street here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have Catholic churches, Pres- uh, Presbyterian churches, Methodist churches. They all know, too, that it's all centered on the gospel. We make that real clear. And uh, But they've been very open to coming and seeing what we got to offer. And uh, I think we have about 1,300 kids that participate in that's that. That's awesome. And cool. off of that 1,300 comes, kids. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's crazy. And that's second grade through 12th grade. And that's the CYBL. Okay. That's not that's, necessarily our summer league. No, that's, our no, summer no, but that's where the, the camps grew from that, too, mm. because now I go to these different churches because they, they've got to be part of the league, and they said, well, would you do a camp for us, too? I know you do one at First Press. So I said, sure. So we, we, that's how we branched out in all these different camps. That's awesome. Fantastic. Man. What is the typical volunteer? Like, are these coaches that you pay to kind of help run the camp, or is it volunteer based? What kind of manpower does that take? And yeah, it's a little of both. Like actually, a little of both. Okay. it's a lot of volunteerism, uh, okay. but we also um, the Lord has blessed us to be able to fund it too. That's awesome. Uh, as much mm-hmm. as we can, uh, and we've been able to bring in some people too that uh, have played college basketball and you know, done different things. <laughs> yeah, but they also love the Lord too, and they can share their testimony and. Kids really, you know, respect that and look up to that. That's wonderful. But, uh, but yeah, we, we it's kind of a combination of the two. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So if someone is interested in reaching out to volunteer, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, the best way is just to contact me at the church, Jay Easterby. Mm-hmm. That's E-A-S-T-E-R-B-Y at firstprezcolumbia.org. It's probably the best way, the direct way to do it. You can call the church and um, ask for Jimmy Easterby. That they usually can get in touch with me pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Okay. That. And I welcome coaches. And you don't have to know a whole lot about basketball to coach either. We what we're looking team. for is uh, people that really want to spend time. They may have a child in the camp. Mm-hmm. Great way, to, you know, a father and a daughter can hook up, spend the week together, and because uh, I can teach them what they need to know about basketball. It's, it's pretty basic uh, at that level, and uh, I can go through the whole thing with them. I just need somebody that really wants to be there and has a heart 
for being a part of the ministry. That's wonderful. Cool. So, what if they want to sign their kid up for the camp? For well, they can go to the website. That's uh, the best way to do it. Okay. They go to the uh, First Prayers website, and you need to click on calendar. It'll come up right below that. It'll, it'll show up events and registration, and you want to click on registration. And that will help you register. That's great. Your child. great. And so, if if I understand, there's no cost to register, or there is some cost. What, yes, what there is a cost. Um, uh, it's uh, forty five dollars okay. for members, mm-hmm. and then for non members, it's a little more. I think it's sixty five for non members. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, we have a lot of people from the community that participate, and a lot of that comes from the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've gotten to know a lot of people there, so we invite them to come to first press camp. Or they can go to the camp that, that I go to with their church. The, uh, there's another website, I'll, I'll say, that, that helps me set all those camps out in the community. And it's uh, thegreatestchampion.org. So that's, that's an option if they can't go to the First Pres camp. It's got all the other choices. Okay, Eastminster yeah. and all those other churches I mentioned okay. are on there. And you can register by thegreatestchampion.org. Yeah, and the other, I think another uh, great way to register too, I, for those of you who might not be at your uh, computer web browser right now, uh, you can actually register through the app. I just pulled it up on my phone okay. and just click on the summer basketball camp one. That's for the dates for First Prez. I don't think you can register for the the CYBL uh, not camps in other places. Yeah, but right. but yeah. yeah, that's wonderful, Jimmy. What are some other sports that we may have coming up? Because that's not the only thing we do in the church, I know. Well, let me finish up the piece with basketball. Oh, we okay, actually, okay, on Tuesday sure. nights, we have 35 and older basketball. Look oh. out. <laughs> and Look that's been out. going on since 2001. <laughs> All right. Oh, man, that's great. And uh, I, I still go to that. We have a devotional time. Uh, they play for a little while, take a little bit of a break, or in their case, maybe a long break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, they go back and play some more. That's on Tuesday night. And then on Thursday night, we've got another time slot for those that are uh, college age and up, like yeah. 18 and up can come in. It's the same setup. So Tuesday, uh, Thursday night. Tuesday, Tuesday night can be 35 up, 18 and up on Thursday night. And what right. are the times again? 530 to 7. All right. Okay. That's cool. wonderful. But then we have a special needs uh, program, oh, and we do that twice a year. This September, we'll do uh, another one. It's, uh, we call it the Basketball Bonanza. Okay. And that's where these kids come in, and we modify the game of basketball a little bit and just do some things that they can do with uh, teammates. And, yeah. And then we have a lot of other activities like bowling and beanbag toss and just a variety of activities, parachute, just things that the kids can do and just have a good time with it. We do one in September, and then we usually have what we call March Madness Everything else is called March Madness in March. So, <laughs> so we call um, – it's the same thing that we do in the fall, but just a little different with what we actually do. But it's a special needs family event. Wonderful. And then the spring, spring golf tournament is always done in uh, uh, usually April or possibly May, one mm-hmm. of those two. And then the fall golf tournament is always in October. And you can invite a friend to come to that from sure. work. We have a lot of people that just bring their buddy from work or – doesn't matter how bad or good you are in golf. That's got no, nothing to do with it. <laughs> you know? but, sounds like it's for me. Know, yeah. And uh, to hear that. All right, now we got the aerobics going. Uh, aerobics every uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Carolyn Taylor okay. leads that. 
she's just so good with everybody. And we have people in there never exercise in their life hardly, and we've got others that exercise all the time. We got people in there that are 30, 35. We got them in there, you know, 80. And they all have such great fellowship time together. And then, uh, and then we also have uh, something we just started. It's uh, called uh, core strength, core strengthening, and stretching. Okay. And that deals with core exercises. And the lady is expert at that. That's teaching the class, and that's right. in the the uh, women of the church room. Okay. And that's okay. on Thursday night at six o'clock every Thursday night. We we've got a lot of variety going on that that people can just plug in somewhere and while you're doing that you're going to grow spiritually too so i i just want people to to continue to to see all the things that are options that they have for them awesome and could you tell us you said that you also had a volleyball clinic that you were attempting this summer as well that's right that's brand new (laughs) yeah Um, that will be uh, the week of uh, august the 12th and it'll be in the morning and that's um Ages, uh, we're playing around with that a little bit still because it's brand new, but it'll be probably somewhere around fourth graders, fifth graders, sixth graders, seventh graders, maybe even eighth graders, and we'll we'll get all that finished up. We, we want to reach out and try that, see how it works, and then uh, we're going to quickly enlarge it from there uh, once we go around the block one time with it. Are, are, and are there any other sports that you have plans to, to bring in? to the uh, sports and rec ministry here? Well, we, we always like people to, to call and say, look, have you ever considered this or considered that? Uh, right now we're looking at tennis okay. and trying to see if we can do maybe a clinic with that. That's great. Uh, yeah. And that's not too far away once we you know, kind of finalize how we want to go about it. I've gotten a lot of interest in that, and uh, there's no reason why we can't, can't do that here at the church. But I really encourage people. I had somebody call me the other day about pickleball. I don't know if you ever heard of that before. <laughs> pickleball. I didn't know much about it, but it's like it's it's played with like a large ping pong paddle, uh-huh. and it's played uh, like tennis, but it's on a shorter court, so you can play it if you can't run, you know, like you would in tennis. Pickleball. It's basically the same thing, and it's a, like a plastic ball that bounces, <laughs> but it doesn't bounce like a tennis ball does. Yeah. So it stays lower to the ground, but it's just that's just an example. But I, I, there's all kinds of things we can do yeah. that people might have an interest in, as long as we can get the people to, enough people to come and yeah. support it. You know, we can we can start uh, stuff all the time. We started off uh, discussing a little bit about what uh, what families could benefit in, but it really turns mm-hmm. into. Our whole church uh, mm-hmm. can benefit from yes, our sports ministry here at, at First Pres. And so we're really grateful Thank to you. you for taking the time to come and talk to us mm-hmm. about it. But yeah, we're also really great. grateful for your work here to, to bless our members and our community mm-hmm. uh, through this outreach that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, to sum it all up, as long as you keep the, the Lord in the middle of it, it works. The Lord can take it to a, just a wonderful level mm. that speaks so well of purpose and meaning and everything that you do that has everlasting value. You've been listening to First Focus. For Jimmy Easterby, as well as all the staff here at First Presbyterian Church of Columbia, I'm Josh Adair. And I'm Scott Hull. Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, don't hesitate to contact us. You can find out all of our information by going to our website, which is firstpresscolumbia.org. That's firstpresscolumbia.org. Or you can go to the app.
we hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, God bless.